If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably all about finding new and better ways to keep growing your online store. And there are so many agencies out there, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. There is one that we absolutely love here at SheCom because they are 100% focused only on female-founded e-com brands. They're called Foresight Digital, and the founder, Michelle, and her team are specialists at scaling sales profitably using paid ads, SEO, and email. I love following their socials because they've always got really good quality content. So if you're on your phone, do a quick search for Foresight Digital on Insta right now, and I promise you'll thank me for it later. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome to She Talks E-Commerce, the podcast that gives real actionable advice and rare insights into some of the world's most beloved e-commerce brands. I'm your host, Lisa Jones, and over the last 14 years, I've built and scaled three multi-million dollar online brands, including Eco Originals, the world's greenest nappies and wipes brand. But I started exactly where you are now. In this podcast, we'll interview founders and industry experts to uncover the actual strategies they use to get where they are, and we share key takeaways that you can implement to sell more online. If you're currently feeling lonely, overwhelmed, and you know your brand can be destined for so much more, then this is the podcast for you. Let's jump in. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome back to this week's episode of She Talks E-Commerce. Now, we have just wrapped up our biggest event of the year. It's called SheCon Live. It was on the Gold Coast. It's two and a half days of the most incredible speakers on the stage and 300 amazing women. And it was full of laughs and inspiration. And I wish you were there. But if you weren't, this week, we've got a bonus episode for you with a sneak peek behind the curtains and some advice on the things you should be focusing on in your business right now. So let's get straight into it. I want for all of you in the next two days to find your one thing. Hope you get 10, but let's go with one. One nugget that you can take home and implement in your brand. Firstly, that will recover the cost of you being here because that's always my goal. ROI people, we all know it. Let's look for what you can get out of this that you can immediately take home. It could be that your cup is filled by being here and I hope it is. It could be that you come away with a collaboration with another woman in the room and you guys go away and co-brand a product and blow up each other's brands. That happens. I know from the women who were here last year that it could be that you find your new business BFF and you guys messenger each other every day for motivation and support when you want to cry and hide in the corner. But I'm hoping it's from some of the nuggets I'm about to share with you. So because I've had so many women to the stage, because I've had two podcasts and I interview incredible women and we've had so many amazing brands inside our programs, I've had the opportunity to chat with over 300 female brand owners. It's such a privilege for me. The incredible thing that happens when you chat to people all day for a living, many of whom have sold and exited really successful brands, many of whom are everyday women just hustling to try and make enough money to pay their mortgage. I get the opportunity to take all their gold nuggets and add it to the very gold nuggets that I've been able to pick up in my journey, and I am going to share some with you today. They put me in a unique position to be able to put them all into a big cauldron, swirl them around. I had 12, I'll be honest. And my team were like, Lacey, how have I can deliver 12 strategies from the stage? So I whittled it down to five. Catch me later after a cocktail and I'll tell you the other seven. 
who would like me to share this with you guys today? Do I get a yes? Awesome. So insight number one, and there are five, get your notebooks out if you don't already. This is one of the most important things I could ever tell you. And Daniel epitomizes this exact insight. You can wear many hats in your business. In fact, many of you started your businesses because you solved your own problem. And then you thought, I might sell this to other mothers. Am I right? Pregnant, babies. Hey, I need this. Can't find it. I'm going to create it and then I'm going to sell it. It's an e-commerce brand. Awesome. Guess what? That's only half of success. You can create the best product in the world, but no one ain't ever going to buy it if you can't do this, which is hustle, hustle, baby. The most important hat you can ever wear in your business is marketing. And so many of you get tired and weary and you take your marketing hat off. You stop posting to socials. You don't look at your Facebook ad account for a while, if at all. And you then say to me, why am I now so low? It's a hard year. No, it's not. It's harder than it has been for the last three years, but it's not a hard year. Guess what? Many of our clients are having their best years ever right now in 2023. In fact, many of them are having their best month on year they've ever had either. Best months, full stop, in revenue, I mean. So I don't want to hear any talk about recession in this room. I don't want to hear that it's hard out there. It's harder than it has been for the last few years, but it's not hard if you do the right stuff. And as long as you wear your marketing hat as the number one hat that you wear and you never take it off, you also need to be omnichannel. By the way, it sounds really cliche. I did a podcast the other day with Nathan from Add to Cart podcast. It's a good one to listen to if you find yourself bored. I don't listen to podcasts, by the way. Should I admit that publicly? Has anyone got any fucking time to listen to a podcast? I know all of you do because you listen to mine, but I'm like, when do I fit that in my head? Anyway, we were talking about this exact thing. You actually need to be in, I call it 12 eggs in 12 baskets. You cannot have your 12 eggs in one basket, i.e. Mark Zuckerberg's basket, because I'm sick of you all giving him all the money. You need to give him some, definitely. Carve it up a little. It's an important strategy, but for God's sakes, it is not a marketing strategy to just have Facebook ads and nothing else. It doesn't work, okay? It's not profitable. It's too expensive to acquire a customer through just Facebook ads now, way more than it's been ever before. And it's only going to keep continuing to evolve. And I don't know what that looks like, but you guys need to find the channels that work for you. Our two best performing channels at the moment in our programs are email marketing and Google ads. Facebook marketing, yeah, you have to do it, but you need to hustle, right? Now, two examples of this. You've just had one of the most astonishing examples of this ever as the keynote before me. Like, hello, hustle, hustle hard, Daniel. Like seriously, incredible kudos. The beautiful Iris from QuickFlick has an amazing product, but hustles like you have never seen. Who follows Iris on socials? If you don't, please go follow her today, Iris Shade and the QuickFlick. She has got product in Coles at the moment and is pretty much posting daily reels about going into Coles and stalking them, looking for their products on shelves. She said on my podcast just recently, it's not just enough to be in a supermarket these days. It's really not. The old days of assuming that if you put it on a supermarket shelf like Coles or Woolworths or you know, Chemist Warehouse... It's not enough to assume they're going to bring the people to your brand. It's actually up to you as the brand owner to bring the people to Coles and Woolworths to buy your product. And I was like, what the fuck? Because is it not gold standard that we assume Coles and Woolies are going to sell our products if we get it on the shelf there? Is that not like the holy grail, right? You have to reinvent constantly. And she says, no, I bring people to Coles to buy my product. That's my job, right? So you want to know who hustles? Go check out Iris. Say hi, Mel. Mel's in the crowd. You're going to hear from her at this conference. She's one of our coaches at SheCom and she has an fucking unbelievable brand called Wildo. Hustles on a level like you've never seen. In fact, I just interviewed Mel the other day on our podcast. It's going up in a couple of weeks 
And Mel just did life in style in Melbourne. I don't even know if there was anyone on the stand except Mel. If there was, no one saw them because everybody just sees Mel. She has such an incredible hustle, hustle baby presence. And Mel got 60 new stockists and $50,000 in sales on a small stand on her own for Wild Dope. Can we just give her a round of applause? If that isn't hustle, hustle baby, I don't know what the fuck is. So go and stalk the women who are hustling and find out how you find your own unique version of that. Because each of you have your own flavor. You don't copy others. You get inspired by others and you find your version of that. As I said, creating the product is only half of a successful brand owner. Convincing people to buy and every day to continue to buy in new ways and more of products that you have, increase your average order value and your SKU range. There is a million things we can do, as we saw Daniel say earlier, more things to the same people. This is what you need to do, guys. And I just want to put a PS here and it's As a coach in our programs, we hear this kind of stuff all the time. I just need a marketing partner to take this over for me. I want another business owner who can come in and run marketing. I'm just going to hire an agency. They'll handle it all. You literally cannot outsource marketing. It doesn't fucking work. You can outsource pieces of marketing as long as you retain the marketing hat. Okay, so don't look for a silver lining or a golden spoon. It does not exist. Right, number two, cash flow is always painful. Accept that and know that it is so. And then know that when you're scared about money, you contract. And contracting is not what your business needs you to do. It actually needs you to expand. When you're expansive, you're creative and imaginative. You can go out there and be on social media and be okay to talk about your story. You can invite people into your home and into your business to buy from you. When you're shit scared, you are not going to be on socials talking about how great your product is. You're going to be rocking yourself in the corner, eating Tim Tams and watching Netflix, right? That is not helping your business. So when you accept that cash flow in an e-commerce brand is always a bitch, no matter what revenue you're at, whether you do $1,000 a month or whether you do a million dollars a month, cash flow problems do not go away. Your business needs you to expand. I have many sayings that flow through my head, but one of them is fortune favors the brave. And it's really true. Look at the examples of what we did with Eco Originals and what Daniel's done with Thank You, Daniel and Justine, sorry, to acknowledge both. You have to find ways. You have to find detours around roadblocks and make it happen. It's so important. Really successful brand owners never let cash flow stop them from growing. So don't be one of those people that does contract. Find your expansion. Over here at SheCom, we've got a program for every level of SheCompreneur. Whether you've just come up with an idea or you're stuck trying to get to consistent 10K months or you're scaling beyond seven figures, we've got a program for you. And I know this because I've been where you are, listening to podcasts, trying to find free strategies and help and support, and you never have enough time, you never have enough money, and I'm going to give you the exact strategies that helped me scale a bunch of my brands that have helped me to scale more than 400 of my clients' brands. So if you want support, templates, exact frameworks and steps by a whole heap of experts, There are 12 of us that are e-commerce experts over here at SheCom, and we have programs ready for you to step into today to help blow up your brand. So head over to the link in our show notes or check us out on SheCom.co and see which one of our programs is the right fit for you. So I have a little saying lately, and I feel like it makes me sound like a bit of a ditz, but my husband says to me sometimes, oh, you're so like Dory. And it sounds disrespectful, but it's actually not. It's endearing. Trust me. It's because every day I go to bed fucking wrecked and every morning I wake up and I'm like, it's a fresh day. Right. 
go to bed every night, say, did I take just one step forward today? You might not have been a giant leap. You might not have run a marathon, but did I just take the tiniest incremental step forward today? And if I can go to bed every night saying I did, then I'm a step further towards my destination than I was yesterday, right? But wake up every morning like Dory, like it's a fresh, brand new, exciting day. Because if you wake up every day exhausted and run down and fearful, guess what you're going to manifest all day? More of the same shit coming flying at you. So be like Dory. Now, another one of my insights, guys, is to walk in the footsteps of giants. And I cannot underestimate how important this is. You guys, if you can acknowledge the people ahead of you in your journey and ask them how they got there, you're going to save yourself time and money. And let's be honest, time and money are the two most important commodities that you have in your life. Interestingly, when money is not such a problem, time becomes the more valuable of the two. But both have an enormous, especially for mums that have families they juggle as well, both are really awful. Now, this is Carolyn, who many of you will know has Carmen's muesli bars and muesli's in many of, well, pretty much every supermarket in Australia and and a lot of around the world. When we were pitching to Coles and Woolies in a 12-month period, we got to pitch to both and they gave us a spot. They don't tell you what the fuck you pitch to them. They just say, here's an appointment, show up and pitch to us. And you're like, "What what, how? What do I say? What margins do we quote? What's our time? What, how does it actually work? There's like no area for you to find this information out. They give you nothing because they're like, well, that's your problem to figure out. So we went to Carolyn and we said, we've got a pitch to Coles and Woolies, but we have no idea how to do that. So Carolyn said, guess what, guys? I live an hour from my office and every morning between eight and nine, I'm in my car. I'd be really happy to chat to you and help you solve this pitch problem to Coles and Woolies. And She then not only did four or five calls with us over a month, but she then actually sent us all of her pitch decks to the supermarket so we could emulate them. She even sent us her financial modeling. So what I'm trying to say is you have an opportunity to go to the giants, the people who are ahead of you in your niche or your aspirational brands and ask them for help. What doesn't work is, hey, I'm Lisa. Can you help me with everything? What does work is, hi, I'm Lisa. I'm the founder of the world's greenest nappies and wipes brand, and I have an opportunity to pitch to Coles and Woolies, but I don't know what to pitch. Could I take 10 minutes of your time if I send you three questions in advance on email? Would you help me with that? Almost nobody says no to that because they recognize in that that you're not going to waste their time, that your time is valuable and so is theirs, and that you recognize that their time is valuable and they think you're smart. So they almost always say yes. Same thing happened when we realized that nappies are actually a bitch to freight around Australia. Very low margin products and it is a really bulky send. And of course, everybody wants nappies yesterday. So how do you get nappies express posted around Australia? Well, you actually really can't. So we went to Justin and we said, dude, you've got wine. That's also kind of a low margin product, but it's even worse than ours because it's breakable too. I mean, you can chuck a box of nappies across the room and it ain't going to break, but you can do that with wine. You don't have wine left at the end. So we knew he'd solved our problem. And again, he spent a number of phone calls, hours at a time, talking to us about how they solved their shipping dilemmas. I honestly believe that we have to look to the really successful brand owners that are out there to find out how to solve the problems you face. Because what happens if you don't is that you guys sit there, stare at the wall, do something else and ignore it. And that doesn't grow your brand. Now, I was talking to a few people about this insight last night. I'm going to go with a good half of you in this room are the cork in your own bottle. That means you are stopping your business from expanding. I'm going to say that again. You are in your own way because unless you get out of the way, it's the 5% thing that Daniel was talking about. You're going to get micromanaging in your business 
and you're actually not going to grow it because you are going to be the cork in your own bottle. You need to find people. So in the beginning, you have to do everything. You can't launch an e-commerce brand or a product brand without knowing every part of your business. In fact, you should know every part of your business. But there comes a point at which you have to stop knowing every area of your business. And in fact, now that we're in my third multi-million dollar brand, I have to replace myself with people better than me. Not just my equals that are better than me. They're more genius at certain aspects and I need to focus on my 5%. I'm going to steal that one, Daniel. I like it. You need to take yourself out of the bottle. Now, I'm going to introduce you to two and I want a show of hands at the end who recognizes yourself in this. Some of you might be miscontrol freaky. That looks like, oh, can you do this? No, no, that's not how you do it. No, no, do this. Oh, just give it to me. I'll do it, right? Or this one, Miss Dump and Run. Ooh, social media person. Here, here's our social account. Bye. And you don't even look back, right? Who can relate? Who's a Miss Control Freak in the room? Right. Who's a Miss Dump and Run? Right. Don't be either. The good project manager is the one that brings people in, makes them feel safe and happy and know exactly how to be successful in the role that you put them in, show them what success looks like, KPIs, written, detail, and then doesn't micromanage them and doesn't dump and run. They're somewhere in the middle. And this is where you go from doing to leading. When you build a brand and you scale, you can no longer do every day. This is why I have 22 fucking epic people here this week helping me put this conference on because how could I do this on my own? Now, number five is so important to every single woman in this room, and I'm going to acknowledge that you all actually honored this by even being here. It's actually not selfish to self-love. It's a necessity because you cannot pour from an empty cup. Here's what we all do as women. We actually give to everybody else, give to the kids, give to the husband, the dogs, the household. Shit, I need to mow the lawn or make the beds, whatever. Then I give to the business and the business and the business and the staff, and then suddenly you're empty. You're an empty vessel. You can't do that because guess what? Then you can't shop in your business and make money. You can't be the best mum you can be. You're certainly not looking after yourself and you break. I broke my adrenal fatigue. Let's call it what it is. I had a nervous breakdown eight years ago. It is really hard to heal your adrenals. So I do not recommend getting to breaking point. Stop before then and refill your cup because you are your business's most important asset. Actually, without you, you don't even have a business. So you can't break you because otherwise the whole thing falls apart for most of you. And then the other part of this is to learn your hourly rate and value the fuck out of it. Do not clean your toilets and do not mow your lawn. Go and spend that time in your business doing three or four times the revenue than it would cost you to pay someone else to do the other parts and honor it. And get your support crew, guys. It's a really important part of being here. I'm really glad you guys are here. Let us be your support crew at SheCom. Let the women in the room today be your support crew and connect and deeply fill your cup here at this SheCom week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of She Talks E-Commerce. If you loved this episode, be sure to click follow because the episode we have next week is one you won't want to miss. And if you're ready to work on your e-commerce business but aren't sure where to start, then use the links in the show notes to book your free strategy call with our coaching team today and let us help you to blow up your sales. Until next time, my friend, have a wonderful week ahead.